welcome to Fictional Twins. Twins. I think as we're recording it online, our voices are never going to match up. True. Oh, God. (laughs) But that's... One day. That's okay. (laughs) So do you want to get started? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, well, my name is Kate. My name is Erica. Why did we start this podcast, Erica? (laughs) We've been friends since we were in fifth grade. True. A history. And we both obsessively read. And over quarantine, we were both rereading book series that we used to read when we were younger. Mm -hmm. And they just had such an impact on our personalities today (laughs) and the way I look at the world. And it's just so fun to reread them. Yes. And I think it's also, we became friends in fifth grade. One of the main reasons, because we discovered we have the same birthday. Yeah. And we're both Pisces queens. And we both love to escape reality and just (laughs) not participate in real life. And the perfect way to do that is in books. But yeah, we wanted to start this podcast and we're going to reread old books and just discover everything within them that just burrowed their way into our lives that really truth truly impact us to this day like rereading books is like I don't even know it's like looking into like the inside of your mind because there are quotes when I reread books that I'm like oh my god I really internalized that and that is how I look at the world now and I didn't even know it was from a book yeah which is crazy like, I feel like so much of my humor, my, like, view of, like, people and relationships is, like, from books. Yeah. <laughs> so I really put YA, that whole genre really did a number. <laughs> it truly did. And what a wonderful, like, just a great genre to really imprint upon yourself. Like, it's so questionable. <laughs> <laughs> But so good. But so good. Yeah, I'll never stop reading YA until I die. I'm going to be like an 80-year-old woman reading about 17-year-old girls running the world. Yes. There's nothing better. Um, But so we're starting with... The The series that started it all for us. started it all. It's the first book series that we read together. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, I would say, a cult classic. I would agree. <laughs> it's James Patterson's first dip into the world of young adult fantasy. I don't know if that's a true fact, but I read it in a single review and I took it as truth. I mean, it sounds real. I couldn't tell you. I think he only has like one other series for YA that I read. Yeah, I think he has like an empire of books for any single genre now, but they're none of them are written by him. They're written by his ghostwriters. Yeah, which, which we'll get into. <laughs> <laughs> we'll d- yeah, Maximum Ride zero percent was written by the same person all the way through. There's no, there's minimal consistency. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so we found Maximum Ride because I frantically was in the library. I think I liked the cover of the book, so I just grabbed it and ran and like went with it and then I fell so madly deeply in love with it became obsessed and basically forced you to read it with me you yeah you did and yeah I mean 
I think at first I was like, I don't know about this book because it is simply about children with wings. <laughs> but it's so good. And like the I yeah, it is I remember it being like so addictive. Like it's just one of those books that mm -hmm. you read and you're like, what is this? And I need more of it. Yeah. <laughs> if I were to have the next book, because like I think we started when it was still coming out. Yeah. So the first book was published. Maximum Ride, The Angel Experiment, which is what we'll be reading for our next episode. Um, but that book came out in 2005. And all the books came out, like, they, a book a year came out until I think like 2012, which 2012 was that, that it was Nevermore, which is like, it, right. the title's Nevermore, The Final Maximum Ride Story or something like that. And so that was where it stood for three years. And then in 2000, yeah. and then 2015, another Maximum Ride book came out, which I don't even know what that's about. Who knows what that's about? And then in know. 2020, the year 2020, the year that the world crumbled, Maximum Rise <laughs> rose back to the surface. Like a phoenix <laughs> from the ashes. A hawk, if you will. Because uh, <laughs> that's the title of the book. It's about Hawk, which is apparently Maximum Ride's daughter. And they named her Hawk. Yep, they're like, I wonder, do you think Hawk has wings? Is it? Yeah. Well, is it genetically part of Maximum Ride to have wings? Because... So should we back up? Should yeah. we back up to what Maximum Ride is actually about and okay. what we remember? Yeah. <laughs> so basically, like, it, how does it start? Yeah, how does it start the books? Should I read like the little blurb on the back? You absolutely should. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to my nightmare. Do not put this book down. I'm dead serious. Your life could depend on it. I'm risking everything by telling you, but. You need to know Max. Her full name is Maximum Ride, and the girl can fly. Max's missions <laughs> the rest of her gang, Fang, Iggy, Nudge, the Gas Man, and Angel from a pack of half-wolf, half-humans with a taste for flying humans. Rescue Angel from a crew of complete whack jobs. Infiltrate a secret facility to track down their missing parents. Figure out what she really thinks about Fang. <laughs> Get revenge on the one person she thought she could trust. Discover the best chocolate chip cookie in New York City. Save the whole world for crying out loud. Not necessarily in that order, of course. And that's the blurb. Oh, that that gave me nothing, first of all. Gave me nothing about the plot <laughs> of the book. Uh, you could not, I, yeah, who knows. But also, who is Nudge? I don't remember the character Nudge at all. It's one of the- because they don't write about her. She's always like a little side character. It's a which is messed up. Wait, I literally don't remember that character at all. I thought it was I thought the characters were Max Fang, Iggy, Gazzy, and then Angel. And I thought the four of them were always trying to save Angel, but there's another I was like and this is what I was thinking about when I was thinking about this episode. I was like Max is like the only present female character because Angel isn't there for most of it because she's yeah. been kidnapped. Wow, I don't even remember the other female character because they were like, she doesn't need, she doesn't need character development. They really gave her like the bare minimum plot line. 
Wow. And like, I think she was like mainly there to like help them out every once in a while. Which wow. not deserved more. I feel like I remember she had some funny parts. Okay. Maybe I'm, I don't Wow. Uh, yeah, I fully forgot a, a full character. Well, that's why we're reading it. Yeah, that's exactly why we're here. <laughs> but do is it the whole series is for Angel? Because I thought that like the they were together. Like I feel like in, there's like one book where they go to New York City and they're all together. And I just remember thinking, how did they get to New York City? Well, Erica, obviously they fucking flew with oh, their wings. Of course. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I couldn't. What I remember, the, like, overarching plot that I remember is, like, it starts out and they're all together and they're with the one scientist guy who is, like, basically their father. Mm -hmm. And then Angel gets kidnapped by other people who can fly, which I don't know if those are the half-wolf men or if those are... Yeah, those are the erasers. Erasers, which... Pencils, erasers. Why are they called erasers? What a horrible villain-esque name right like the erasers are on the way <laughs> yeah and so what i remember is they're like trying to save angel for most of it and yeah yeah and then i know they eventually get her back and then it's about saving taking the world yeah. oh yeah it's like taking down whatever because they were so they're all genetically modified humans mm -hmm. because i remember like their bones like they said their bones changed, so they, they became very, very light. Yeah, they got hollow bird bones. They got hollow bird bones, and I feel like their heart rate is, like, ridiculously fast. Because that's why they – I just remember thinking they could never go to a doctor because the doctor would know something was wrong with them because of their heartbeat. <laughs> not because of the wings. Not because of the wings. <laughs> no, because of the wings. No, the wings were carefully hidden beneath coats. They're huge wings. They're huge wings that were definitely like the wingspan equal to their body length. Probably bigger, right? I have no idea. I've if, It depends on how light their bones were. <laughs> but yeah, that's like the only really plot that I remember is them running around saving Angel and then fighting, fighting this crime. And then I think it ultimately the bad guys become a little like what happens to them i can't remember no i feel like there's just always like other stuff they're always running and like very rarely do they actually have like a fight scene like, yeah like, one fight in the a book yeah which i think is one of the reasons that it was appealing because they were never caught really and they were always in like situations where they were like going to a hideout and hiding out and having like their yeah. little interpersonal squabbles, which to me at whatever age we read this, I was like, yes, drama. I need the inner fighting. <laughs> yeah, I just need the interpersonal fighting. <laughs> I also remember being very, very obsessed with figuring out what she really thinks about Fang. I remember loving that storyline. Oh yeah, Fang is, yeah. Fang, I mean. He really is the original emo <laughs> boy. He is, he's, that's really all I really remember about him, but he's also a boy with wings. So he's a perfect fantasy. Yeah. Have <laughs> you ever, have you read any other James Patterson books? He had another series like, oh. It was like about a brother and a sister who were like a witch and a wizard. 
but that's all I could tell you. I know I don't remember anything else about it. Huh. But I apparently read three books of it. I think I kind of remember you reading that and being like, you should read it. And I was like, I don't know about that. James Patterson, because while I do cherish the Maximum Ride books, I think we'll see as we reread them that they do just, they crumble towards yeah. the end. It's really like the first three books. Yeah. Three or four. I feel like the first four were so good. Yeah, I think I I think I read up to the first three. I know that I read the first, wait, no, no. I read up to the first four because I own books two, three, four. Mm-hmm. And I know that I read book one from the library. <laughs> from the library. Yeah. So I know I read four books, but I think after that I stopped and you kept going. Yeah. I think I was just too in it. I needed to see like how much more he could destroy it. Yeah. You saw it through and you told me a bunch of the like plot points. <gasps> Wait, oh my god, Dylan. Oh my god! Dylan. Dylan. There was a love triangle. Fang! Wait, Fang wasn't... <gasps> Fang. Yes! And I think that's where they meet Dylan, question mark? I don't know. Was Dylan supernatural slash genetically? Yes. No, because they. I think Dylan was like set made after them. So he like wasn't as good as the rest of them at it because he was like delayed. Like, they were, like, I think they, like, were modified when they were, like, babies. And he was probably, like, a toddler or something. Because I remember he, like, and he was in the later books. Yeah. And that's when it all started to go downhill because I was, like, I don't want this extra character. Yeah, you were, like, it's Fang or nothing, baby. (laughs) Yeah, and that, yeah, it was. priorities. Yeah, true, yeah. Dylan I wonder if that was like around when Twilight came out and they were like let's introduce I have no idea when Twilight came out though yeah I think it was around the time when like every book had a love triangle yeah and that was infuriating I didn't love love triangles yeah and also Dylan is like I think he was blonde and like nice and I was like who are you I want Fang the mean dark-haired one who treats Max like garbage but it's just nice enough and like you like cares enough that you think okay I'll root for you yeah like he like gives her enough like longing glances and like touches her hair once and you're like he's romantic so good so good so yeah so we're gonna reread the first one (laughs) (laughs) and that'll be next episode we'll actually know what we're talking yep I'm so excited just one more thing though this is something that just came to me. Do you do they have expiration dates? Yes. <laughs> like in one of the books, like a tattoo appears on all their necks. It just appears of their expiration date. Oh my god! Yes, that was one of the things that like kind of like popped in and out. Yeah, they were like oh, they had to like it was they had to like all the girls had to like lift up their hair and be like, oh look. What's my time? What's my deadline? <laughs> What's my time? <laughs> Honestly, these books are kind of dark for when we read them. Yeah, we were like 10 reading about like <laughs> these teenagers who had to save the world, had expiration dates. Yeah, who were like kidnapped as children and their bodies genetically modified. Like that's horrible. In like a major, I feel like 
one of the major plot lines of the book for all of them is trying to figure out who their parents are. Like bare minimum, just yes. who their parents are. Yep. Yeah, I think that's right. And I don't, I feel like maybe they eventually find them, but I feel like it's like not happy. No. Because the only like siblings, Gazzy and Angel. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't, I honestly don't remember very much about the side characters, except that like Gazzy is like a little boy. Iggy is blind. Mm-hmm. And Fang is hot. <laughs> and you forgot about <laughs> And then I forgot about Nudge, and Angel is kidnapped and is is a small child. Yeah. I think Nudge... Oh! No, I don't remember. I don't... I feel... I thought I was going to say I remembered why her name... She named herself Nudge, but I could not tell you. Yeah, and the fact that they named themselves, I forgot about that. They just chose their own names. Who would pick the name Maximum? Maximum Ride, because she's... It's... There's no halfway. It's maximum or nothing. Well, I just want to know what age she was. I hope that they tell us that because what, like, if I was a small child naming myself, it would have been, like, fairy. Like, something dumb. (laughs) Not max? Not maximum ride. Maximum. I couldn't even say R's when I was little. It would have been. No, I couldn't either. It would have been maximum wide. (laughs) Maximum wide. And then the 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 large the, the just the width a very large width maximum width maximum, maximum width <laughs> maximum flight maximum wide. I feel like I'm remembering things that happened like later. Yeah, because they were you read them the most recently. Yeah, like I don't remember the first one. Oh, I just remember their house is like an E. Oh. Probably because your name is Erica. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm in it. <laughs> I remember their house is up on like a cliff. Yes. And like, that's how the flying erasers, they just like swoop in and they're like, snatched the smallest one. Bye. See ya. Yeah. Forget about all the rest of you. Yeah. I don't, just one. Just one. And then they're, they're like pseudo dad, I know, turns out to be bad later on. Yeah, because he's not in. Don't they think he's dead? I couldn't tell you. I feel like I thought, like, he died or something. He probably did die and was, like, canonically dead. And then another ghostwriter came on and was like, that was just, yeah, that was just a suggestion. (laughs) (laughs) They never saw the body. Yeah, they never, it never. So, yeah, the ghostwriters really just. So many things about it irritated me. Yeah, I cannot wait to discover them. And I'm sure more things, we'll notice more things now that we're, like, adults and have critical thinking skills. (laughs) And we're not just reading the story. Like, we also all are aware of, like, the grammar and the writing. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Wow. So good. Yeah, I think I need to, like, temper that I first read this when I was a child and the yeah. writing I don't think is gonna but who knows maybe it will maybe it'll surprise us a nice shock a friendly shock <laughs> I hope so I know I'm a little afraid that it's gonna it but I, I don't know when you truly love a book and when it's truly made such an impact I don't think that any kind of reread will ruin it no 
Because I think we both acknowledge that it's not the perfect book. There's so many things <laughs> that are not good. But I, I mean, really, I, you go, I you go. I still feel this way about it. Like, because I'm 23. <laughs> I have not read this book or even like flipped through it in so long. And I still will defend it so hard. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's like, it was like one of the first books that I read that was like this like fantasy sci-fi genre. And it just like blew my mind. Yeah. It really changed like the types of books I read too. Yeah, me too. I honestly don't know what I was reading before it because it's hard to remember in my small brain, but. I just remember like needing, my mom always had to like check the books first. You probably have this. Like, if you read a lot as a kid, your reading level was above what like books for your age group were. Yeah, get like kind of bored with those ones. And she thought that I would like accidentally find a book meant for like an um, adult woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I pro- I probably would have. <laughs> I think once I got to like fifth grade, she was like, "I can't. I'm not doing this." Anymore. Yeah, you consume books much too fast. <laughs> She couldn't keep up. Yeah. And I mean, we were mostly getting books from like our school library, which they had like that wall. I remember they had that wall of books that you had to get your parents approval to have access to. Really? I don't remember that. Yeah. There was like a wall of books that like you had to get parents, your parents permission. Cause I think they were just like books that maybe had like a little violence in them or like maybe a little bit of like sexual stuff, but like it was still like in a school library. So they weren't that bad, but I'm sure that's where you found Maximum Ride. It probably, yeah. Yeah, because there's not a shot that was not in this section. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I do remember that now. Yeah, you had to, like, get a parent signature. And I remember bringing it home, and my mom was like, what do you mean? Like, what What are these books like? And I was like, I don't know. And she was like, okay. <laughs> She's like, sure. She's like, they're books. They're good for you. Oh, yeah, because fifth grade. So you moved there in fifth grade and like your mom's first impression of the school was you needing a permission slip for the library <laughs> yeah I don't know if I immediately got it but yeah she was like I don't understand why that's a thing but surprise surprise it was elementary school so crazy times crazy times but you know who else is a maximum ride fan <laughs> oh 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 I know I know who a maximum ride fan is it's Jenna Marbles. Yes. <laughs> the queen of the internet. And you, you might be wondering, Kate and Erica, how do you know Jenna Marbles is a Maximum Ride stan? Ultimate fan. Ultimate Let fan. Let me tell you, it's because this is not just a book series. This is a movie. And the producer was Jenna Marbles herself. <laughs> Yes, I cannot tell you. So when we were like doing our research to reread all these books, I was just on Wikipedia, you know, reading the Wikipedia as you do. And it was like, oh, Maximum Ride, also a film produced by Jenna Marbles. And like, there is no other explanation for that other than Jenna Marbles was definitely a fan of the books. This is not the type of book where you kind of like it so you'll produce the movie yeah and it also the movie flopped it i never even heard of it 
No, I didn't even know it was a thing until yeah. you like talked about it. Yeah, it's free on YouTube if anybody wants to go watch it. <laughs> Eric and I, I think we'll watch it after we've done our reread because I don't want I don't want any kind of movie to taint my experience. There's no other explanation, but Jenna Marble, Jenna Marble, Jenna Marbles had to have read the books and loved them. And not just loved them. She loved them enough to put her name as the producer for this book series. Yeah, to like literally give funding. I mean, we have great taste, obviously, because we share the same book series. We have no idea if she actually does, but I, it's it's true in my mind that this is her favorite book series of all time. <laughs> it's a fact. It's not a confirmed, but it's a fact. Yep. <laughs> that pretty much wraps up, you know, our introduction to our amazing podcast. So good. Yeah, we're ending ending it here. Again, this was just kind of for us to talk about what we remembered from the book. Mm-hmm. And then next episode will be after we reread it yes and then discuss our thoughts yeah we can see if anything that we remembered is accurate and yeah i'm so excited to rediscover what happens i'm so it's gonna be like reading it for the first time all over again simply because of the lack that i remember yep absolutely and i'm so excited (sighs) okay well thanks everyone for listening see you next time bye (laughs) bye